Good afternoon, baseball fans, and welcome to episode 51 of Sports Talk with Rags. And today we are talking uh, Monarch Baseball here as uh, today we have the catcher from Old Dominion, Brock Gagliardi, with us today. Brock, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Hey, doing great. Hey, thanks for uh, being available and coming on. But, uh, hey, want to uh, start off with... Uh, Let's see what uh, what gave you the uh, the itch here to play uh, competitive uh, baseball after high school. Um, you know, when I was younger, probably uh, you know four or five, I was playing baseball, and it was something that I loved, and it's uh, something that I knew that from an early age I could I knew that I was going to be a I'd say a pretty good baseball player, um, so. I think from that point, you know, I started playing competitive baseball at the age of 10 and it kind of just turned into keep going and I loved it and I wanted to keep going and play a, a Division One baseball and play professionally and that was uh, my goal. And so after high school, I just wanted to keep going and playing. Right. Yes. And um, so after high school, I see that you uh, started out at uh, – Tacoma, Tacoma Community College. So yeah, so um, Tacoma Community College is in the NWAC, which is the Northwest Athletic Conference. Um, coming out of high school, there was not a lot of a lot of teams um, looking at me. Uh, some JUCO teams. Um, I decided to go to Tacoma Community College. Uh, their coach there, Ryan Mummer, has a great reputation of getting guys to play Division One baseball. Uh, led the conf- leads the conference, I think, every year, pretty close in sending guys to Division One schools. Had a great reputation. Um, Thomas Wheeler, who's on our team currently, went to my JUCO at Tacoma Community College. I played with him, and then another uh, kid coming from my JUCO who I played with, Josh Trujillo, is coming in actually this next year. To Old Dominion, so it's a it's a great JUCO, um, you know. So I, I decided to go there. Um, I didn't feel I was ready to move away from home, uh, so to say. So you know, it's five minutes from where I grew up. Um, but yeah, it was it was probably two of the best years of my life. Oh well, that's good. And uh, hey, it uh, it sounds like that there's a little bit of a. Pipeline there from uh, the great Northwest here to come to come to play collegiate baseball here in Norfolk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how did uh, so how did you hear about uh, Old Dominion? I mean, uh, there in the great Northwest, you got you know Pac-12 baseball. I still don't see it as Pac-12. I still call it Pac-10. You <laughs> know, but uh, but you got uh, West Coast baseball, and here you've come uh, 3,000 miles away to play your last two years of collegiate baseball. Um, yeah, so Logan texted me early in my spring, my, my sophomore year at uh, Tacoma, yeah. and uh, I didn't really know about it much. Um, you know, I was just keeping my connections open in that whole recruiting process with everybody. Um, so they actually were recruiting a pitcher um, from my, my junior college. Um, and they were watching him pitch and they saw me catch and they were like, they were, they liked how I caught and everything. And I 
uh, hit, I guess. So uh, I came out on a visit with the pitcher. Um, and for me, when I came out here, I, I uh, spent like the all every day with uh, Coach Robbins and Coach Marin. Um, so I felt that I could, I developed a really good relationship with them. And uh, it actually reminded me a lot of my JUCO coaches, like the connection that I had. Uh, they were, they talked a bunch about, um, you know, developing you and, you know, player development. And that was something that I just, that like stuck out to me. And I was like, wow, this is, this is something that I could, uh, could do. And uh, so I went home on my visit. Um, after my visit, talked to my family. For me, I wanted to get out of the Northwest, honestly. <laughs> I'd been there for 20 years. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm ready for a change. Nice. So I, uh, I talked to my parents about it. I said, I, I love it over there. It kind of reminds me of home a little bit. Uh, and I said, I think it'll be awesome. They are big on player development, which is what I want. I want to keep developing as a player because I want to play professionally. And so I talked to them about it and they they got on board with it. And I, it's, it's something that I will never regret. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, that's uh, that's great. But uh, before this, before this year, you come, you come. Uh, let's see, last year there in the uh, fall of 2019, and you guys started uh, there in the spring season. But then after what, 12, 15 games, the uh, the spring season is uh, is is done, and. Uh, schools schools virtual and uh so how was how was that here dealing with the pandemic last year yeah so we were actually at campbell and we found out that campbell had shut their school down when we were there so or like extended their spring break and then we found out that our because we were actually on spring break we found that our spring break got extended another week because there was a, the first case I think happened in Virginia beach at that point. And then, uh, so we didn't really know what was going on. We finished the game at Campbell. Um, we came home, got home at like 4am because there was a bunch of rain delays and lightning delays. And then the next day we get a text from coach Finwood at like 1231, I think. And he's like, Hey guys, we're all going to meet at the field. And we didn't really know what was going on. We kind of, we kind of had some ideas and he told us uh, like that uh, the season like was over uh, pretty much. <laughs> we heard like Ivy League had canceled. Some other conferences were starting to cancel. And FAU was actually on the way to play us. And uh, they said FAU got tickets back Thursday night to uh, Boca. And they – so that was, uh, that was something that like for us as – our team, like it was a, it was a shock. Like uh, we didn't really know what to do. You know, when all of us have been playing probably baseball year round since we were, you know, eight, nine, ten years old. You know, we didn't really know what to do. Um, you know, and for us, that I know that was hard for a lot of guys, um, not knowing what to do. You know, the first couple weeks, you're like, oh, like this is what living like a, a normal college student is like. <laughs> And you're like, this is kind of cool. Like, it's not like you're relaxing, all this stuff. But after those first couple of weeks, you're like, I don't like this that much. Like, I, I don't have anything to do. Like, <laughs> I want to be, be playing baseball. I want to be doing what I do. 
And I know that was tough uh, for a lot of people, especially me, you know, someone that I need to stay busy. So not having baseball for that amount of time was, it was very stressful. I mean, with school and everything and staying motivated and trying to just, you know, find stuff to do when really you don't really know what to do because you're either doing schoolwork or baseball. And when, if you finish schoolwork, you normally have baseball, but I didn't have baseball to, to lean back on. So I had to find other things to do to keep myself occupied. Right. Right. And there was no, uh, there was no professional baseball on TV. There was, there was like nothing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, but, uh, but so what, uh, what was last summer like? Uh, were you able to play in a summer league last year to get ready for uh, this past fall, or was it just uh, uh, concentrating on working out and and getting ready for this next this past season? So uh, we didn't really get to start working out until I think around July ish, the beginning of July, we got to start lifting in the weight room again and starting to do stuff at the field, which helped out a lot. But, um, in, in the time that I had off, um, there was, uh, some pro ball guys, some indie ball, uh, indie ball and pro ball, like guys, uh, you know, double, triple A, single A that live around here. And we uh, actually got together and there was like probably 20 of us. And, they would we do live ABs at War Memorial Field. Um, oh. So there'd be, there'd be some guys from around here that would go. I would go and catch them and hit off them. So that uh, I think that helped us uh, prepare a little bit as much as we could for the fall, you know. Right. right. Yes. And uh, let's see. And so even even in the fall, I mean, it was kind of uh, kind of kind of strange that nobody really knew what the what the spring what the spring would hold i mean the football team football team didn't play so what kind of what kind of fall program did you guys have just small groups or um we have we actually ended up like scrimmaging and everything it was a little shorter because of we had a little COVID outbreak, you know, it was just, it was tough. But once everyone got through that, we were able to start scrimmaging and stuff and get back together as a team. Um, I think we had like six or seven weeks um, of like team practice, which was, which was really good that we were able to get that in. Um, You know, we, as a team all agreed that, you know, if we, if we hung out, it was only with our team. It was small groups, you, because we didn't want to, we didn't want to get this virus going around, and we didn't want to get contact traced and stuff, where it could jeopardize us from being able to not practice. So, as a team, like I think that brought us closer as a team because we hung out with each other, we got to know each other a lot more. Um, we were just around each other so much more than I think we would have been maybe if we didn't have this going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then coming to uh, this season, I saw you guys opened up against the Norfolk state, uh, which uh, since you're from uh, the Seattle area, you know, Russell Wilson's granddad used to be president of uh, Norfolk state, but uh, you guys, uh, 
opened up with them, and you guys did uh, play non-conference games and a couple of midweek, but then when when conference started, you guys were pretty much eliminating the midweek games and going to uh, a four-game series of uh, conference, including the uh, eight-game series, four in Charlotte, and then four in Norfolk uh, there with uh, UNC Charlotte. So a little bit different to the uh, to the schedule here with a four-game series when conference started rather than the usual three games. Yeah, uh, that was a change um, for, I think, a lot of us, yeah. um, especially having three games. You know, it's, it's pretty – you get pretty used to three games and being able to do that. And then you, you get four with a double header on Saturday where you're at the field pretty much all day. Right. Um, for me, it was, uh, I was kind of used to it a little bit. Um, at, at Juco, we played two double headers. We played two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Okay. So I was kind of used to those long days. I knew what to expect coming into them when I, when I heard about them. Um, so that wasn't an, an issue for me, but I know at the beginning, like, you know, it's, it's you got to really focus on, um, you know, Saturdays, Saturdays are the longest days. It's their, their focus, especially those second games. Um, and then you gotta, you're there early, you're there late on Saturdays. And then it's, and then Sundays we, they were just uh, whoever wanted it more. Like it was whoever brought more energy. That's what we talked about because they were there just as long as us and it's whoever comes out with more energy on Sunday because you're up really early because teams got flights so they gotta they got a bus home so they're gonna be games gonna be done by a certain time so uh, I think we were really good on on Sundays uh, coming out with a lot of energy um, I think we were that was one of our strong points because that could especially with the four game series like you could either, you could be up two to one going in Sunday. You could be down two to one. So you can either lose a series or tie a series on Sunday if you if you lose one of those games, those first three games, you know. So right. I think those were those were very important for us. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, you know, so you guys mainly played uh with the conference, mainly played the teams in in your division and didn't play all the all the teams in the in the other division of uh, Conference USA, but then uh, you guys uh, finished uh, the home regular season there against uh, Western Kentucky, and then you guys drove down to Louisiana for um, for probably uh, you know a week and a half because uh, you know you guys played uh, two games against La Tech and then had a few few days off from playing and then the conference tournament was was down there so talk about uh you know finishing the regular season with the two games and prepping for the conference tournament yeah i mean uh the trip down to la tech was a it was a long one um uh, i think i think we were on the road for it was like 13 14 days maybe um just with everything. Um, Coach Finwood, I think it was, it was awesome that we scheduled that with law tech um, knowing, you know, 
obviously the beginning of the year we, when we scheduled it, we both had that weekend off. Um, we knew the tournament was going to be down there because they just got their whole new complex, which is, it was an awesome complex. Um, and we made, we ended up making the tournament, um, which that was our goal. It was to make the tournament and win the tournament. And, uh, we got down there, we practiced, uh, practiced there the first night. Well, we didn't really practice because it was raining the, the whole first night down there. So, uh, we ended up going and we played La Tech, uh, Thursday, Friday, and that place was – it was awesome to play at. Like, the crowd was awesome. Uh, they were also – like, they were good – they were good people down there. Like, the crowd was good people. Um, it was good to play them. You know, they they had won some big games uh, earlier in the year, and they were, you know, uh, top, top 20 team in the nation going in. So, this was – we knew this was big for us um, RPI-wise and just, you know – if something crazy happened, like we could be a one seed, you know? So we, like we won those first two games, which we knew, we knew like, we were like, this, this could be good. Like this is going to help us in our, with our tournament, like getting into the uh, regional, all that stuff. Um, and we had a couple days off. Uh, we were practicing uh, almost every day at like 8 9 AM. Cause we had to play at 9 AM there. Uh, wow. I believe it was Wednesday morning against FAU. So uh, we were down there and we practiced for six days down there, five, six days. And it was almost like uh, our home field. Like we adjusted to it. We knew all the hops, everything like that. We knew how the field played. We were, it was like we were the second home team. So I think that helped us uh, in the tournament. And we, it obviously did because we ended up winning the tournament. So. Yeah, that was uh, – yeah, when you guys went down there, you guys already knew that you guys were a four seed playing playing the five seed and uh, UNC Charlotte that won the regular season, you know, they got they got upset and uh, you guys just took uh, one game one game at a time. But the uh, – you know, and then uh, on the other side of the bracket – you know, Southern Miss was doing well, but then La Tech, I don't know if it was the home field advantage or or what, but La Tech uh, won some two crazy games to beat Southern Miss. And then uh, it was awesome to uh, see you guys there on CBS Sports Sports Network uh, battle, battle 10 innings and come back to Norfolk with the first, uh, not only first Conference USA uh, tournament title, but also the program's first conference tournament title since '96. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was awesome. Uh, we were we were watching those games, and uh, we were watching Southern Miss and La Tech, and we were like, "Wow!" Like La Tech came back, and we were like, "They got to play another game. They gotta they gotta win another one." And they came from behind again, and it was. It was kind of it was funny because they came from behind and won those two games, and we and we came from behind and ended up beating them, uh, the two the two games at home, and then in the in the championship we were down three uh, one, and right. uh, Tommy Bell hits a three run homer to put us up four three, and then uh, we scratch across another one with uh, another homer, so we're up five yeah. three, and then they come back and. They tied up in the ninth, and uh, 
you know, Kyle hits yeah. Kyle did what he had done all year and, you know, uh, hit the two run homer. And then after that, it was be, we felt pretty good about, uh, that, you know, there for us, it was, there was never, I noticed with our team, there was never a, a time we panicked really. Right. We didn't really ever panic in games. We knew we were always in it. We were always a couple, couple hits away, um, couple hits and then a homer or something, you know, and then it was, and then we were back in the game like that. And, they're wondering what happened to their lead because it's a, a walk and an air and then a homer or something. And that was a, that was just kind of how our team was built this year and how we, how we did, how we won a lot of games. And it was awesome. Right. Yeah. And one of those home runs there in the uh, championship game there with uh, Robbie, you know, with the pitch hit, home run um you know it's just everybody everybody contributed you know definitely uh definitely a great year for the for the team so with hero as as the catcher um let's see just uh work work with the pitching staff and um you know develop relationships there with uh with the starters and the relievers yeah um i mean it started really this summer with uh most of our starters because they are around. Um, it's just no like uh, in bullpens and stuff, knowing pitches, know how they want to throw, uh, what works best for them. Um, I mean, I I worked really all summer with Ryan Moore, and I knew how he wanted to throw guys, and what his out pitch was, and how how he just liked the game being called. So at certain points in the game, it was like uh, coach man was like, Hey, you two run the show. Like, you know what you want. And you, you start to like notice things like tendencies of them. Like sometimes like they'll, they'll yank a curveball or something. So you, you can prepare for that. The more you get to catch them and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's developing relationships and it's, and that knowing when your pitcher knows that you're going to make, you're going to block that ball. They have full confidence in throwing that pitch with like knowing that it's not going to be an issue if it gets by or if it, if it is in the dirt. Um, So that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest relationship that I think you can build with the pitchers knowing that you're going to work hard for them behind the plate, because if you do that, then they have all the confidence in the world. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so with you guys bussing down to Louisiana and then uh, bussing bussing back, so I guess uh, I guess you guys heard where where you guys were going there with technology, you know, on your phones or through uh, through iPads, you know, there uh, en route back to Norfolk there on Memorial Day. Yeah, we uh, we actually had a, a speaker and. <laughs> It was plugged up to somebody's, I think, laptop or something. Uh-huh. And all of us were like, we're on the way back. We just got like Burger King or something, McDonald's. There was, we stopped this little place. We're on the way back. And uh, we're all like huddled around, like watching the uh, selection show right. on the bus. And we were fairly confident that we were going to be a, a one seat at that point. We just didn't know where. Yeah. Um, because we had won the tournament, you know, we had the two wins against La Tech and then obviously beat them in the championship. And we knew they were hosting. So we were like, if they're going to host, then we, we should be a one seed. 
So it was just a matter of who we were playing, where we were playing, and we ended up finding out that we were in uh, at South Carolina. Um, and, you know, we were, we were fired up. We were ready. Um, and then we came, we got back, and it was like a, a day that we were back here, and then we were on the road again to, to South Carolina. Yeah, I know that uh, with uh, being off from work there on uh, Memorial Day and being friends with the uh, Heartline family for a long time, you know, Jason's dad sent me a text and said, hey, come uh, come meet the team down at uh, down at Collie, Collie Avenue. And then, um, you know, just with uh, how everything was going, I mean, it was it was cool to see the local news and the friends and friends and family there uh welcome welcome you guys and you know uh with my brother playing college baseball I mean coach Guzzo uh coached Old Dominion when my brother was at William and Mary and you know uh Finwood got his coaches started there at VMI so it was, you know kind of kind of cool fast forward to this year you know how coach Guzzo's with the team and coach Finwood leading the program and you guys you guys get to be a got to be a one seed and uh, winning winning the tournament. And how was uh, how was Columbia? Uh, we, we were down there. It's I mean that that facility is is unbelievable. I mean, obviously they're an SEC school. They get they probably got a little more money than other places. Um, I mean the field was beautiful. Um, you know, playing in front of that was that was the biggest crowd that I think well, I've played in, and probably a lot of other people have played in. We know eight thousand, close to eight thousand, and uh, you know they're they're yelling at you, they're saying all these things, and uh, that's just the the beauty of the game. And for a lot of guys, you know, they they want to go play uh, pro ball and stuff. And you know, Coach Robin said this is a normal night at a double a triple a baseball game like you're gonna get you're gonna get people like this that are gonna scream and yell at you and it's and it's fun and you just like that those experiences like you those are like once in a lifetime you you know you get to go down you get to play in front of eight thousand people and probably 7800 of them are not on your side and they're they're yelling at you and cursing at you and it's uh it's just fun. And then especially when you win in front of that environment, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. So that was a, it was a great experience. Obviously, you know, we, we ended the season a little early, you know, we were really hoping to be in a super regional and, you know, maybe going to Omaha, but you know, it was a, it was a good Virginia team that uh, beat us and they got, they got hot at the right time. You know, they were, they were struggling, like not even going to, I think they were struggling in the beginning of the year. That's what I'd heard. Um, they got hot and did well in the ACC tournament and got a got a bid into the into the tournament, and they they took advantage of it. Obviously, yeah. Well, well, with being a one seed, I mean, you guys you guys always played the the second game, so uh, you know uh, they're on Memorial Day. You know, Brett Smith and Jason Hartline. They were like, Mark, are you? are you coming down? And I said, well, I wish I could, but uh, one of my nephews was graduating high school. And so I had to, uh, you know, root from you guys here from here from home, but they're on that, uh, 
there on that Friday night, you know, you guys were uh, you guys were playing and um, and won that game, and then and then Saturday night, what you um, what you were just saying, and I think uh, the NCAA wanted uh, South Carolina and Old Dominion to meet up sometime sometime that weekend, but it's just uh, it's just different when uh, when you play under the lights versus. Uh, an afternoon game, but that was definitely a, a great, uh, great setting there on Saturday night. And Ryan pitched, uh, pitched well, what seven, seven innings and just, uh, just battled. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was, I think the last five or six starts this of the year, um, he was just, he was awesome. Uh, you know, he'd get, he'd get into some situations, um, you know, you know, runners on where they could, they have a, they have a real chance of, you know, taking the lead, blowing it open. And he just made big pitch after big pitch. You know, I mean, I don't, there have been numerous times where, you know, first and second one out um, and coach Marin comes out and we're talking on the mound and I'm like, we're going to get a double play here. I said, I, I know you will. I said, it'll, it'll happen. And surely enough, one or two pitches in double play gets out of the inning moment. Like they're starting to get momentum, but then it just like that. It's all back on our side because he just made one awesome pitch and one big pitch. And that's just kind of the way he was his last five, six starts. He was just unhittable. He uh, trusted everything Um, early in the year. He, he was good, but he, he took it to a different level those last, five, six, seven weeks where it really helped us. Right. Yeah. And uh, let's see. And as we, as we wrap up, I mean, what's, what's, what's this summer, this summer for you, just uh, get ready here for uh, this, uh, the 2022 season. Yeah. So it's just, uh, we're lifting weights five days a week and then we'll be hitting and, doing I'm doing some catching stuff on the side just to get ready um with some things I need to work on but essentially it's just staying around here and just working on things working out and just trying to prepare for the next season because we know we can have another really good season so right yeah yeah it's uh definitely uh when I had uh coach Fidwood on the other day uh definitely uh talked about how this team you know Lay in the lay in the foundation and have some momentum here to uh, here to the twenty two season. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, all right. Well, hey, thanks. Uh, thanks again for coming on. Sorry we uh, ran a few minutes long, but uh, definitely wanted to have you on. You know, uh, with being a military family, I um, I lived in uh, Seattle. My brother, sister, and I, and you know, my dad. Uh, my dad was stationed a couple of a uh, couple of duty stations there in uh, downtown downtown Seattle. But uh, appreciate you you coming on and uh, seeing you seeing you play uh, here with the Monarchs. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It was awesome. Sure. All right. Well, hey, that's a uh, a wrap here with uh, Old Dominion catcher Brock. Gagliardi and everybody have a good night.